into A to Z Sports. Prime time on a Tuesday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you when I can get my sound right by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. The best in the business. It's Car Care Month at Two Rivers Ford. Go online to tworiversford.com. Print off or take a picture, a screenshot, whatever you got to do of your coupon and save 10% off your service when you go get your car taken care of at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. They will get you in the best position come Masters or in the NBA or hockey for that matter. And baseball, whatever you want to bet, make sure you're making money using the promo code A to Z Sports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Brimac Mechanical, satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. They will put you in the best position. Hell, they'll put you in your comfort zone. All you got to do is give them a call or go check out their website at brimac.com. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, of the Nashville Predators, and of A to Z Sports Primetime. Trust the Ashton team to get you your dream address without the stress or to help you sell for more at GaryAshton.com. All right, Buck rising the volume, says Mac Jennings. I know, what a terrible, what a terrible job out of me. Last time you touched buttons, you muted yourself. Just talk, brother, says DJ Bliss. I know, I'm trying. That's all I know how to do. Brable broken, Buck got a new job, says Josh Grantham. I know, it's true. But now we find ourselves, I got a second job. Well, I got a new job and it's a second job. And it's a good job because, uh, anyway, nobody cares about me. Let's talk about Jim Schwartz. So what happened today, for those of you who were listening on the radio show, is that I was talking to you about something that we missed in the middle of Mike Vrabel's press conference yesterday. Something that he said that was just totally glossed over. And until this morning, when it was brought to my attention, there was really no noise around an additional defensive hire coming to the Tennessee Titans or an official or, or in a new hire in any, by any stretch of the imagination, right? I heard this clip yesterday that you'll hear from Mike Vrabel here in a second, right after I get your two rivers Ford take, I heard Mike Vrabel talking about, you know, we're happy what we've done with the staff. We're, uh, we're happy with things that we might still do with the staff. And I heard that on Monday in the zoom press conference. And I said, well, that's weird. You know, he wouldn't be saying that for no reason, but normally their staff is finalized by now. Normally it's finalized in basically right after the Super Bowl. But so I just kind of glossed over it. And it seems everybody else in Titans media did too. It's a bad job out of us. And I talked a lot about that on the radio this morning. So I said, and not to regurgitate information, but what I said was, you know, Mike Vrabel has a plan. He wouldn't just put that stuff out there for nobody to, for, for nobody, just for the sake of saying it. Like it wasn't just a Mike Vrabel slip of the tongue. Mike doesn't do that that often, and unless he gets too pissed off and he tongue lashes one of us for, uh, for whatever it is that we've done to piss him off that day. But what Mike Vrabel said yesterday, which you'll hear in a second, is basically alluding to the Jim Schwartz hire that's been reported by Brent Doherty, my buddy at uh, 104.5 The Zone, and confirmed by Paul Kaharski, and just a little more detail about what Jim Schwartz's role is going to be with the Titans. So what I am going to ask you guys, your two rivers Ford take, are you for or against the Titans bringing in Jim Schwartz? And I'll expand more on his role with the Titans here in just a second. 
Are you for or against this move that the Titans have reportedly made to bring in Jim Schwartz as a part of maybe not their defensive coaching staff, but as a senior advisor, a senior analyst, a an extra set of eyes by somebody who is trusted around the league and is known for good work, albeit in a different scheme. Are you in or out, for or against this situation that the Titans now find themselves in? Your Two Rivers Ford take. While you guys give me your response to that question, I will tell you about the fine folks who present this take each and every night. That's Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is where you go for buying a car hassle-free because uh, because they have a great non-commissioned sales staff. But in case you didn't know, Two Rivers Ford also has an award-winning service department. 14 years, they have won the Ford President's Award for customer satisfaction. That means they are extremely uh, good at customer satisfaction when you either purchase a vehicle or when you just go out there to get it serviced. So take advantage of Car Care Month at Two Rivers Ford by saving 10% off at Two Rivers Ford when you go get your car serviced. Just go to tworiversford.com, print it, screenshot it, save it on your phone. Whatever you got to do, you'll get 10% off any service at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet. Just make sure you go check out that offer for 10% off on your service at tworiversford.com. All right, for or against the uh, the bringing in of Jim Schwartz. Now it's a return of sorts. He used to be a defensive assistant here. He left. Uh, he left for several different stops in the NFL, and now finds himself, you know, largely not interested in a in a day to day coaching job based on how things kind of went in Philadelphia. Excuse me, I have to cough really quick. <clears throat> Ajet eighty nine says he is for. Uh, Ronnie Sneed says they did the same thing with LeBeau too, and he ended up being the DC taking the place of Ray Horton. So kind of, so what Ronnie Sneed is alleging there or, uh, kind of alluding to, so there's a, there's a string of, uh, of Ronnie Sneed, uh, Facebook messages that I'll go back and find. So what Ronnie Sneed says is, well, Schwartz is the backup plan just in case Bowen craps the bed again. It's ridiculous, man. They did the same thing with LeBeau, too, and he ended up being the D.C., taking the place of Ray Horton. Ronnie Sneed finishes that up by saying, hell yeah, he should be on the hot seat. Uh, so there's a lot there, right? Here's here's what I'll say, okay? Mike, Mike, Mike being Mike Frey, but well, first, let me, let me show you how all of Titans Media did a bad job yesterday by missing a, a very, very... I won't, I won't call it very, very clear because it just kind of got lost in an answer. You know, we're all buried in our phones, tweeting out whatever Rabel's saying while paying attention when it's our turn to be called uh, because uh, Robbie Bourne of Titans PR is call, you know, calling on us by name while we have our hands raised waiting in the Zoom to ask Rabel a question and make sure, making sure that nobody screws up the unmute button. So Vrabel said this yesterday, that they essentially weren't done adding to their staff. And then today comes the report of uh, Jim Schwartz apparently coming to the Tennessee Titans coaching staff. Yeah, Mike, uh, I was wondering what made you so confident in promoting Shane after the defense had the year that it had last year? Um, you know, again, very confident and, and excited about our staff, Jared, about the things that we're going to do, about, you know, a lot of things that we did. Uh, so, 
you know, again, I, I make decisions that I think are going to help the football team. And uh, that that's where we're at with, with the entire staff. Hopefully, though, there may be some more additions, uh, you know, to our staff as, as we work our way through the offseason. But, uh, you know, our staff's pretty much in place and excited about it. So in case you missed that part where he just kind of glossed over the additions potentially of new staff members, I'm going to play that clip for you again. That was Mike Vrabel in his press availability with us media vultures on Monday. Yeah, Mike, uh, I was wondering what made you so confident in promoting Shane after the defense had the year that it had last year? Um, you know, again, very confident and, and excited about our staff, Jared, about the things that we're going to do, about, you know, a lot of things that we did. Uh, so, you know, again, I, I make decisions that I think are going to help the football team. And uh, that that's where we're at with, with the entire staff. Hopefully, though, there may be some more additions, uh, you know, to our staff as we work our way through the off season, but uh, you know, our staff's pretty much in place and excited about it. So he said the staff's pretty much in place, but that was Monday and he's talking about additions that they may still make to the coaching staff. So, you know, I, I kind of, I kind of had an idea that there would be an addition. Well, one, I got that brought to my attention saying, Hey dummy, go look, go listen to what Mike Vrabel said yesterday. Everybody just kind of glossed over it, but he's in, you know, on April the 4th, talking about still adding to the coaching staff as an, as a part of the justification explaining there to Jared Stillman, who I thought asked a good question, you know, you know, Jared didn't get a lot of, didn't get a lot of credit, but Jared asked some good questions in the press conferences. Um, Essentially they're saying that, yeah, you know, we're still, we're still considering additions to the coaching staff. Now, obviously that had been in the works for some time and Mike's not just making some offhand comment, ended up coming to fruition today. Reportedly, Jim Schwartz doing work for the Tennessee Titans in some capacity. Now, what that capacity is, is that it's basically a consultant job. Uh, this is what Kaharski was reporting out on paulkaharski.com. He says that sources tell me that for right now, it amounts to a consultant job that may entail a few days a week. Its final shape has not yet been determined, though Schwartz may have been at work for several weeks already. So this is what uh, the latest is on uh, on Jim Schwartz coming back to the Tennessee Titans. But do notice there that what what Mike was asked is like, what made you confident about promoting Shane? And he, he follows that up by saying, you know, I'm excited for what we did with the staff, but I'm also excited about what we're going to add to the staff. And what they added to the staff today was basically another Mike Vrabel, an alpha personality. A somebody who has been in this league for a very, very long time, who is well respected. Some of his some of his uh, defensive coaching tendencies got a little exposed as things wore on in Philadelphia. But somebody who's a very, very bright mind and who's not afraid to voice his opinions and not afraid to push back on the head coach because he himself has been a head coach in this league. So a consultant situation is the place that we find ourselves in. Uh, maybe Schwartz can mentor Bowen and give him some pointers on how to actually coordinate a defense as Ronnie Steed. It's absolutely so. Listen, you guys you guys are, are, are beating up on Shane Bowen, and I understand why. Your defense was terrible last year. But I will also tell you, uh, he also said that he's happy with what was done last year. Huh, says Titans for Life? 
Mike, Mike, Mike's, t- Mike's been telling you that since Cincinnati, since he told you it's not a coaching. Well, again, paraphrasing, it's not an exact quote. But what he essentially told you was, I know it's not a problem with the coaching because I'm overseeing the coaching. Now, just because Mike Vrabel says it's so doesn't mean that it's so. But Mike has very, very much throughout the course of this thing been consistent in the fact that the coaching has been solid in his opinion as somebody who is considered to be a very, very bright football mind. I don't think anybody in this in this uh, in this live stream would would dispute that at all. But we'll talk more about Mike Vrabel in a minute. We'll talk more about Jim Schwartz here in a minute. Right after I remind you about the, uh, our fine friends at Brimac Mechanical, satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. They will put you in the best place. In fact, they will put you in your comfort zone as the weather begins to heat up. My air conditioning is officially on. I got pre preventative. I don't know. I have to overthink that word every time. Preventative maintenance from Brimac Mechanical because they do both commercial and residential. And now my air conditioning is going to be functioning. Mwah, chef's kiss at a high level. Go check them out. Give them a call or take a, uh, a tour around their website and maybe consider preventative maintenance yourself. Look, I got it that time. Brimac Mechanical at Brimac.com. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with it. It really would help the young coach, says Toverest. Uh, imagine being Shane, LOL. I bet he doesn't check social media much. So here's it. If. If at this point, you guys are very, very upset about Shane Bowen, here is here is the here is the best defense of Shane Bowen that I could give you. And nobody is defending Shane Bowen. Mike Vrabel is not, uh, you know, the biggest criticism of Mike on Monday was that he didn't go to bat more for his guy, right? That there was nothing to instill great confidence in us as media who was asking the questions on behalf of you guys who are wanting the answers to these questions. And so the best defense of Shane Bowen, and I'll make that defense, even as I am critical of Shane Bowen and do think that Shane Bowen absolutely needs to do a better job because there are a bunch of reasons the defense sucked last year. But if you want to take it point by point, and we've talked about this before, you're learning how to call plays and how to be a coordinator for the first time during COVID-19. Like that's the, that's leading that your first off season leading into your first opportunity of calling plays Rona dropped in your lap. Okay. It totally changes the off season, totally changes the structure of team day-to-day functions, totally changes your interactions with the players and how you go about teaching. You have to adapt this on the fly. Again, he needs to adapt on the fly. This is the job and he's, he's the man responsible for the job. So you can hold him responsible. But again, these are facts. These are not, this is not a defense. This is not an excuse. I'm presenting you with facts. So then you're in the middle of COVID-19. You're trying to figure out how to teach now on Zoom. Then you yourself get COVID so you can't travel with the team. Essentially, that leads to a larger outbreak, maybe not necessarily from Bowen, but an outbreak results after the fact where Shane Bowen is not allowed in the building where multiple players on that side of the ball are not allowed in the building, where everything is going wrong, and that's outside of the injuries like Dory Jackson, Jadavion Clowney, and also John Robinson gave Vic Beasley $10 million a year to help your pass rush, and he didn't do a damn bit of anything, okay? These are all of the things. There are many reasons why the Titans' defense sucked last year. But also, there are explanations for what happened. 
The pass rush was not good. Your secondary is going to look terrible if you cannot get a pass rush. They did coach turnovers well. That's something we see them harp on every single day that we're out at practice. The drills that they run are specifically designed to create turnovers. They were tops in turnover differential last year. There are issues without question. And every time we talk to players, the excuse cannot, or not the excuse, the explanation cannot be we have we're having trouble communicating. That is squarely on the coaches, but now they've gone out and gotten new players in the hopes that the players could communicate what the coaches want better amongst the players on the field. Now the now the focus is squarely on Shane Bowen and Mike Vrabel because this is his guy. I wish John Robinson gave me $10 million, says Bavin. Uh, will Jerry Gray be added to the staff? He follows Jim around, says Robert L. Redmond. I don't know of that right now. Uh, there is no defense of Bowen. The def- defense was terrible. No, Scott, did you not just listen to me? Or are you just not interested in considering any kind? Co- any co- you know, Scott, have you ever had a, b- a bad stretch of, of days, maybe a bad month at work? I don't know what it, is, what it is you do for a living, Scott. And I'm certain that whatever it is you do for a living, your job or your performance was in some way affected by the global pandemic, as were we all. Honestly, outside of A to Z sports, because we were already doing the shit digitally. And then, then everybody else shows up, everybody else showed up on our block, like, hey, can you guys t- tell us what's going on? And we said, you know, it's uh, four years ahead of you guys on this. How the hell are you not on the internet already? And yet here we are. Shout out A to Z Sports. Um, so Scott, I I ask you to consider not to, not to, not to, you don't have to accept it, but I am asking you, I'm not telling you how to think, right? I'm asking you if you would like to think about all of the things that went into the scope of last season. And you can take with that information, you can take that information and do with it whatever you want. I'm not telling you what to do with the information. I'm simply presenting it for you. But don't tell me that there is no defense of Shane Bowen. I literally just laid out to, for you every piece of the defense. And also, I am in agreement that last year stunk and it's not good enough. They have to get better. Fortunately for Shane Bowen and Mike Vrabel, there are many, many places where they can just get slightly better and it'll all look better, right? If they get if they get 29 sacks as opposed to 19 sacks, what a world of difference 10 sacks would make. What a world of difference more pressure would make. What a world of difference a non-virtual offseason would make. Scott, what are we talking about here? Don't tell me there's no defense. The best defense of anybody right now, especially heading into last year when all of our shit just got nuked. COVID. I mean, it's the most, it's the most, most logical defense that anybody could possibly lay out. I listened. The defense was horrible, says Scott. Well, then you didn't listen that well. Just got back from my time machine trip. Titans took Tony at 22 in the draft. FYI, thank you, Kenston, for your insight and analysis. AJet89 says, yeah, man, being a coordinator, first time all season factors. Again, they need to get better. Jim Schwartz is here to help them get better. Jim Schwartz is there to be a fail-safe, fail-safe if things – he's not going to take over as the defensive coordinator. Jim Schwartz has expressed an interest in not being that invested day-to-day. And may, maybe he gets the itch after a couple of weeks or months doing this consultant gig. That's entirely possible. We've seen that happen plenty of times. Hell, look at Dean Pease, retired – unretired, all within like a span of three months just because Mike Brabel hit him up. 
not just because Mike Vrabel hit him up, but I'm sure it had a great deal with the fact that it was Mike who hit him up. I'm sure it meant something to Dim Schwartz that Mike Vrabel, who is a respected coach in the NFL, reached out to another respected coach in the NFL and said, hey, do you have any interest in working with me? I could really use some outside perspective here. Isn't that what you guys were calling for? Can Mike Vrabel not believe that Shane Bowen has promise as a coordinator in future years that my, that Shane Bowen can be trusted with Mike Vrabel's defense and also go out and find him a little help? I don't understand what the conflict is here. So I'm absolutely in on the, I won't call it an acquisition, but on the consultation of Jim Schwartz with the Tennessee Titans and saying that at this point, uh, at this point, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, Scott Trevathan says other teams had COVID. Yeah, but they were the first ones. Do you not, Scott, do you not remember? Do you not remember that the Tennessee Titans were, there were people calling for you to cancel your season because you were the big, as Doug Farrar put on the, on USA Today's, uh, you know, widespread platform, the touchdown wire, Doug Farrar said that you getting sick, your team getting sick in the midst of a global pandemic was the greatest defense to football since Mike Vick beating dogs. Do you not remember that? Do you not remember that the Titans were the first one that Mike Florio was calling for $10 million, $10 million fines and losses of first round draft picks? Do you not remember how big a deal the Titans getting COVID first was? That shit was blown up in everybody's face. Nobody knew what to do until the Titans got sick. And then everybody looked around and said, oh, this is what they've just gone through. Well, here is our chance now to bury this team. And then everybody else got sick because we're playing in the middle. We played in the middle of a global pandemic. I, Scott, again, I, I can't I can't make it any more obvious for you all of the million different reasons that it is incredibly likely that Shane Bowen would have fallen flat, felt fallen flat on his face last year. Totally agree with you, Buck. Schwartz in the building is a win. I am absolutely all, all about it. I think that Shane Bowen has a lot of work to improve, to do to improve. I also think that you can be a little reasonable with what's happening, uh, with what's happening with Shane Bowen, Mike Vrabel, and now reportedly Jim Schwartz. So now let's talk about, let's talk about Mike Vrabel. Because I think the media, uh, uh, Far Sender says, applauds Buck. Such a great, uh, such a great speaker and reasonable take. Well, that's that's entirely too complimentary. That I'm not used to. I would rather argue with Scott than receive such uncomfortable praise. But thank you, Far Sender. We appreciate you. Brad Lipford said, Buck shooting is AK. Well, I don't. I don't. One, I don't even know if I can if we can make AK jokes now with all these damn mass shootings that are happening everywhere. And also because I'm Arab and somebody who probably you know I'd probably get pinged by the FBI. For making a uh, for making <laughs> for making an AK joke, but I appreciate you, Brad. I'm 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 bringing some, I'm bringing some heat tonight. Great move getting Schwartz says John Bertotti. Uh, much more comfortable with Schwartz on staff says Josh Sabota. Again, so now now it becomes how much do you trust Mike Vrabel? Because this was in the works, and everybody freaked out before the fact. Now maybe it's the result of some pu public pressure. I happen to strongly believe and am slightly informed on this belief that Mike Vrabel just doesn't give a shit what anybody else thinks and he's going to do things his way. If Mike didn't think this was a good idea, he wouldn't do it. But scale of one to 10, how much do you trust Mike Vrabel? That's the question that we're asking you here on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. Let me know how you feel. Scale of one to 10, do you trust Mike Vrabel? 
Because there was, I, I bet the number, if I'd have asked you Monday night after he spoke, if I'd have asked you Monday night after he spoke, I bet the number would have been a hell of a lot lower than where we find ourselves now with Jim Schwartz on the roster. Give me your answer to that. I will discuss it here in just a second. You will again hear from the head coach, Mike Vrabel, momentarily. I am for this, uh, I am for this acquisition at for if Jim Schwartz as a Titans consultant. But now I want to know how much do you trust Mike Vrabel here in the comments on Periscope, YouTube, Facebook Live, and Twitch TV? Well, you guys give me your answer. I will tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. It's everyone's favorite tournament of the year. The golfers are in Augusta, Georgia to compete for the coveted jacket. And DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action. You're going to get a shot to land in the green. It's just this simple. This week, DraftKings is giving you 100-to-1 odds on the golfer of your choosing to finish in the top 10. If you haven't tried DraftKings, this is the time. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code A to Z Sports when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the golfer of your choosing finishes in the top 10 of this weekend's tournament. That's code A to Z Sports to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. DraftKings Sportsbook. Go plug in that promo code A2Z Sports. How much on a scale of 1 to 10 do you trust Mike Vrabel? Let me know on Facebook Live, and on Periscope, and on YouTube, and on Twitch TV. Derickler is coming in there with a seven and a half. He is going over. Jason Rain says, Buck, I need the over-under on Vrabel choke slamming PK when the Zoom is over. Um, Well, he can't virtually, you know, we, he hasn't been able to reach out and physically try and choke slam Paul um, in, in over a year. It's very sad. Since the NFL Combine really is the last time I think any of us so, well, I mean, we see Mike at practice, but like we're obviously way far removed from his presence um, or any of their presence because we're just roaming the sidelines from a very, very safe and social distance. Uh, and I don't know when the next time we'll get an in-person press conference will be. We will we will see, hopefully sooner rather than later. In fact, I'm very excited. I'm getting my vaccine on Monday, and I look forward to getting that, at least the first shot. So scale of 1 to 10, how much do you trust Mike Vrabel? I get a 9 from Drian. The Titans says nine. He's earned the benefit of the doubt, and the Titans want fans want a stellar defense. Understandable. Uh, Scott Trevathan says, I like Vrabel. I just don't like him giving the DC job to Bowen, which is understandable. It would be a difficult defense, uh, a, a difficult defense based on last year's defense. Six for uh six for Robert Deerfish. Does Jim still have his old Titans gear is the real question, says Scoop Richardson. That would be interesting if Schwartz still has a bunch of retro Titans gear. I think, you know, he'd probably make a lot of money if he wanted to sell that. Jaquan Weldon says he's a nine. He is down with Mike Vrabel. Mac Jennings says an eight if he lets the coordinators do their job and not micromanage all the decisions. That's what they get paid for. He has to let them do what they get paid for. Eight and a half for Austin Hall. Uh, I think we should pay for the cameo. 
for Vrabes to call out Paul. Um, so here's the deal. All right, a bunch of you, a bunch of you found uh, a bunch of you found my Venmo and sent me. You know, I, I think that the 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 cameo for Mike Vrabel is two hundred and fifty dollars. Now I am not in any. You know, it would be it would be a joke that I would play on Paul. I don't think that Mike would actually do it. I think he would probably end up just donating the money to charity. Um, But I do not want you guys, a bunch of you found my Venmo on Venmo and sent me money to do, uh, to do the cameo thing. So I'm going to, I'm now, because so many people sent me money on, I I did not, I was very, very specific on not to send me money um, because I did not want anybody else to have to pay for this because I'm totally capable Again, I have damn two jobs now. I, so the least I could do is, for your comedic purposes, spend uh, 250 bucks to, to get the head coach of the Titans to send Paul. I don't know what I would have him send Paul, but it would be funny, I promise you. Um, so don't do not send me money. Some of you already have. I will do that. It's expected there are there are about four days in a on a turnaround from a cameo, and uh, there are some things that have to be orchestrated before I can purchase said cameo but that would be funny as hell and i am going to do it um just don't be don't, you guys got better things to spend your money on let me spend let me spend my money on stupid shit okay <laughs> don't worry about it uh your gone viral video has to be aaron Rodgers field field gold segment on jeopardy lol says robert deerfish uh at a 10 talking about the trust of mike vrabel um vrabel turned the upside the six upside down it's a nine now says Drian. Uh, do a GoFundMe, sister. <laughs> no, it's, it's dumb. It's a, it's a ridiculous. Don't, don't let, again, let me spend my money on dumb shit. Not you guys. Uh, seven, he needs to admit this, mis- his mistakes and learn from them in parentheses. Kevin, the, uh, Kevin, the go, I, I don't know what Kevin's Kevin, the Goriot. Is that how the Goriot? Is that your last name? Anyway, I'm getting too caught up on, on Kevin's screen name. But anyway, Mike Vrabel, I'm sitting at about a seven with him. I think that Mike Vrabel, you know, more often than not, he knows what he's doing. And at some point, you just have to trust this man. Wondering about the love ball test with it being uh, seemingly your and John's number one thing that you want to find guys who love ball uh, with Isaiah Wilson and Vic Beasley not having loved ball. Um, have you changed at all your, your test to monitor that? How confident are you that the guys you brought in so far love ball? How do you test the prospects that you're considering bringing in in terms of their love of ball? So that's such a long question. I'm just going to answer it with a, with a short answer that you know, we're confident that they love ball. Well, were you confident that Isaiah Wilson and Vic Beasley loved ball? And wouldn't that suggest a hole in the process? We're comfortable that the guys that we brought in, we're excited about the additions to the uh, to the team. You know, having having met these guys and seen them, uh, talked with them, you know, we're excited about adding them to our football team and and helping us win. I mean, <laughs> it's it's so much better. I wish honestly, and producer Reed does a great job, but like the because. Reed Reed puts together. By the way, if you're not following Reed at Besh, please on social media, please follow uh, producer Reed because he's a good time. But producer Reed, I, I give him some clips that I want to use on the show every night, 
And I said, find me, Reed, a clip from Mike on Monday talking about, you know, essentially trusting the process. And so he comes back with this question from Paul <laughs> that is just interminably long about how the, the do you how do you go about finding the guys that love ball? Are you confident that the process is good at finding players who love ball? On and on and on it goes. And the most predictable thing in the world is Mike just looking at him and being like, it was such a long answer, Paul. I'm just going to answer it one way. We are confident in the guys we brought in. Like it's the most, this is, this is why I get, and it's, you know, I love, I love Kaharski. I love him to death. He's, he's one of my, uh, he's one of the people that I enjoy most uh, in my, who are in like my work family, right? Paul's a trip. (laughs) Like you have to know. Well, as you're asking that question, and maybe he doesn't, maybe this is the thing that makes Kaharski the best, is that he has just no awareness of the fact that there is 0% chance that is going to get anything out of Mike. This is why we need to send him the cameo. This, this, <laughs> this to, to get, to, to pay Mike Rabel $250 to tell, you know, to tell Paul Kaharski something about loving ball would be the just it would be the Christmas tree on top of my football off season or, or the the Christmas tree topper on top of my football off season Christmas tree. It would just highlight the whole thing so spectacular. I wonder if PK White writes his questions down. Says Coach Payton. I mean, you know, I honestly I I have been better about writing my questions down because I'll think of a, a question that I think is great and then I'll, we'll get to the press conference if I don't make you know make a note of it on my phone or on my little I've got my little my press conference notepad right here you can read all of my inner thoughts about the things that we that we ask uh, that we ask these people on a regular basis and sometimes I remember to write my questions down but some, sometimes I don't and I you know then then I start if I if I don't have it in front of me to recite it as I've thought about it earlier in the day, then it just sounds like rambling. Um, I'm pretty sure PK has awareness. He just doesn't give a f- Well, I, I almost, you, Dirk at time almost got me to drop an F-bomb. It's been a while. That's as close as I've been, I think, in two years. Brable was pretty happy when Paul didn't have a connection before that. Well, I know, Josh, that's why, that's this is a long way of me saying, like, I honestly thought it would be funny if producer Reed had included the entire exchange before that and Reed, I know you're listening. We don't have enough time to go back and, and get the clip and, and and put it back in. But it is uh it's funny because Robbie calls on Paul first. Paul can't get his Zoom connection or whatever. He can't unmute himself, whatever. And then they skip over Paul and they go to me. And then Vrabel, <laughs> Vrabel just to knife Paul in the side, says, Congratulations, you know, congratulations on your new job. And he did, you know, he does he doesn't say anything about uh the fact that my new job is the job that Paul vacated. When him and the boys left for Outkick, but damn, that it was so funny. That the moments like that are why I miss in-person press conferences because it's so much less fun on Zoom to see that. I mean, he just he just come comes after us. <laughs> Nobody is safe here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Sorry, I've been talking for a while. I needed a drink. BK isn't one of my favorites, but I love the tough questioning. Says Far Center. Well, the thing that the thing that cracks me up about Paul and we'll, we'll, we'll so th- in terms of trusting the process, like I, I give Mike Vrabel about a seven. Like, let me, let me answer my own question before I get to rambling about inside baseball on the media stuff. Again, I, if you guys don't give a shit about this, I'll move on. But sometimes I think it's funny. Sometimes I think you guys like to 
you know, feel like you're in the room with us or the Zoom, the Zoom room, whatever it is that we're in now. But I, uh, the, the tough questioning from Paul is always funny because, like, to me, when I hear Paul ask a question, and you're right, like, he, he will ask Vrabel uncomfortable things. But the way that he asks them, uh, the way that he asks them reminds me of, like, the way that you would, tw- you would tweet them. Like, fans of the Titans would tweet these kind of concerns at Paul or myself or John Glennon or Joe Rexroad at any of us. Um, but like Paul, Paul Loki is the voice of the fan and Paul would very much, would very much be upset with the idea that I would say, uh, that I would call, that I would call Paul the voice of the fan because he tries very much. And you know, we, 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 we should, we should not, we should be objective media members, but the way that the way that Paul asks questions sometimes, it sounds like if one of you, if we gave one of you guys a free one, a free run at Vrabel, <laughs> and that all that make that just makes me laugh for some reason. Um, I'm ready. For, I'm ready for Vrabel to see media eye to eye. Pure comedy says Coach Payton. It's honestly the best. I hate the yelling. Not a press job to yell at him. His bosses can if they. I hate the yelling. Not press job to yell at him. Oh, okay. I hate the yelling. It's not the press's job to yell at him. His bosses can if they want. Sorry, Amy. I, 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 I understood what you're saying, Amy. But I need some. Uh, I need some. Uh, I need some. Uh, what do I need in there? What's What's the? What, I need a period. I need some. Uh, what, what's the? What, what do you call a period? Why am I blanking on? Uh, I'm blanking on English. English and grammar. Like my my third grade English teacher would be furious. What do you call a period? Anyway. <laughs> Amy, just use a a period punctuation. Jesus. (laughs) I can't, I can't unmute my microphone to start the show. I can't think of the word pronunciation guys. What is happening to me? I'm talking too much. (laughs) It's been a fun show. Are you you guys having fun? I feel like I feel it's a little off the rails. It's a little less regimented than we normally are, but I feel like we're having fun. (laughs) Punctuation here on a, here on a, uh, rapid aging says Puka. I know it's so bad. LOL. Come on, Buck says Drian. I'm guys. I'm trying my best. This is the best show in weeks. <laughs> it's Luke's Well, I don't know if that's going to make me feel good or feel bad. Luke, Jesus, Don Julio in that cup says Drian. Yeah, no, I wish I would love some tequila. Uh, JS <laughs> JS Dowdy says, Have I ever been intimidated? You know, have I ever been intimidated asking Vrabel any questions? So that's a that's a good question because the answer is hell yes. Mike Mike Vrabel is Mike Vrabel is a uh, is a is is a very intimidating dude. And so here's because I'm not anymore, but I sure as hell was when he first got here. So Mike's in 2018. That was my that was my what second year. That was my first year though, like full time covering the Titans, like. 2017 with Malarkey, I'd go more days than I than I wasn't there, but um, I wasn't around as often as I was as of 2018. So, like, Mike's the first coach that I've covered full-time, all right? So, and it was weird for me because I would have been, Mike's first year, I would have been 24, would have been 24, and I, you know, every time that Mike got up there, He's just this big, gruff, 14-year NFL vet, 
and I'm the one tasked or like we're the ones tasked with grilling this dude on football when he knows infinitely more about football than we do. And what the hell am I going to ask Mike Vrabel that he's going to, he's going to, you know, what, what, what purpose did I serve there? And so it took me, a, it took me a, a little while to be honest, especially with the in-person ones. Cause like Vrabel, Vrabel will rough you up if you don't come correct. So I was intimidated for a while there. Cause like, you know, it's, I'm 24. It's like, grilling my it's like grilling one of my friend's dads on why he sucked at his job that day or why he was bad at his job that day or something like that and so for a while there yeah I was I was honestly I was honestly a little intimidated by by Mike but he's you know he's he's always been super fair with me um and I uh and I now you know it's it's largely over it because it's my one it's my job I should get the hell over it too I was hugely unqualified to be doing my job at the time when I had the opportunity to become a full-time uh, Tennessee Titans reporter, but um, yeah, for for the first for probably the first season, <laughs> for probably because for probably the first season, I was I was a little a little shook by Mike, if I'm being honest with you. But now we're uh, you know now we're in a good spot. Uh, do you think Brable has his eye on New England job? Post Belichick, you think he's he is happier? I think Mike Vrabel is, you know, Mike Vrabel would would say that you know I'm focused on on what we what we are doing here to improve the football team. Uh, take, taking over the Belichick thing after the Patriots. What are, what are the Patriots without Brady and Belichick? Is Tom Brady is like prime Tom Brady going to be his quarterback? No, it makes more sense here by a mile. I hope and pray we succeed this year. Let's go, Vrabe says Cedric DeHair. Uh, is the hardest part being of being a media member the criticism in the comments? Or would, would you guys want to like do a Q and A with me? We should do that one time, honestly. Like where it's just where it's not like a show. Like I feel this is a much more. I don't know. I feel like I'm 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 a little looser tonight. Not you know not not like looser. This is just water. I swear to you. Or maybe it's not. Uh, but <laughs> no, it's water. Um, is the hardest part we, we should do at some point, like a, like a Q and a where, you know, maybe you guys, maybe we do like a zoom call one time where you guys can like, where I can see you. I would love to be able to see you for once in my life. Um, but the hardest part of being a media media member, it's not that, you know, you, you get over people telling you what a douchebag you are after a while. Like there's so many of them so often that you just kind of, you know, you learn if And if you don't, you get, you get caught up. Like, I think that you, uh, I think that if you let let it, it will absolutely bury you. Um, but it's really never bothered me that way. I I don't think it's. I've never really. I mean, you you guys tell me. Sometimes I snap uh, on somebody, but I think it's more the more more when I kind of when the I think the times when I pop off like on on one of you guys more than anything is when somebody is like asked a dumb question that I'm just, that is just so far beyond the pale. Like when I'm, when I can tell that somebody hasn't been listening to the show and it's, I should probably be better at that because you guys, uh, because you guys, you know, come in and out of here and maybe you didn't see the whole shit. This, this is, it's not like a podcast where you're listening all the way through. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, the, the, you got, you guys, you guys don't, I mean, it's not that you don't bother me, Cause sometimes you could, you know, so I'd be, I'd be lying. Sometimes it gets to you, but some, you know, most you guys are all, always super fair with me. I feel like, um, and a lot of the criticism is fair that I, you know, I had somebody tweet me today. We had Dennis Kelly on the radio show and, 
Um, we we all like you because you do pop off and you're just normal, says Luke Corbett. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I, but I don't know how many of you caught the Dennis Kelly interview on the radio show today. And if you didn't, you can go here on Buck Rising on 104.5 The Zone is the name of the podcast. But um, with Dennis, I like had a super, super long like ramp up before Dennis Kelly even said a word. And it went on. I probably went for a minute and a half longer than I should have leading into Dennis Kelly before I finally let Dennis Kelly speak. And so like that, somebody tweeted me today, say, hey, man, you know, love the show, but shut up and let your guest talk. That's totally fair criticism. I should have shut up and let my guest talk. I, and, you know, I all my stuff solo. I don't have anybody in in here. To, well, I got, you know, I got my, my girlfriend is down the hall and uh, and my, you know, the cats will bitch at me if I'm too loud or something like that. But I don't have anybody to check me, especially in the radio show. It's three hours of just me. I've got Lucas. But Lucas is just trying to make sure we stay on the air, you know. So, um, yeah, that I, I, I appreciate the criticism is what I should say. But I have talked for far too long tonight. I am taking you guys later than I normally would. And not that I don't enjoy spending time with you, but also I have a very long day tomorrow and I need to get some rest because I'm not tired yet, but I'm getting close. So now it's time for the gone viral video that we do each and every Tuesday. The question that we are posing to you here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Have you ever been in a fight? <laughs> Has anybody in the comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV, have you ever been in a fight? Let me know on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, and on Twitch TV. Have you ever been in a fight? Let me know in the comment section while you guys do that. I will tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. If you have, by the way, rather than just give me a yes or no, maybe give me a little background so I have some stuff to work off of for those of you who have been in fights. While you guys, and I'll show you, because if you didn't see this, um, this video of this dude getting his jaw broken in Walmart, it's crazy. Let me know in the comments on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, or on Twitch TV if you have been in a fight, and we will talk about it together here in just a second. And you can guess if I've ever been in a fight or not, and I bet most of you would guess right um, here on A to Z Sports Primetime. But quickly, I'll tell you about our friends at Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Titans, of the Preds, of A to Z Sports Primetime, of Middle Tennessee. Gary Ashton is the man, and he will make sure that you get your dream address without the stress or that you sell for more if you are in the market to do so. Find out more about their guaranteed local offer. Make sure that you support or that you work with the people who are going to support you most, who have supported Middle Tennessee, who have supported this community, and will make sure that you get the best possible deal on either your new home, your dream address without stress, or the home that you're trying to sell at Gary Ashton. Com. Have you ever been in a fight? Let me know on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, and on Twitch TV. Uh, Robert Deerfish says, have y'all thrown about rotational guest hosts with you, says Robert Deer? Oh, are you talking about the radio show? Um, yeah, we, we already do. You know, Will Compton comes on every Wednesday. Uh, we have Coach Mack on every Friday. We have, a, we have a good rotation of people. And, you know, you guys know I have like friends that I can hit up. I've been doing the podcast for forever. So I've always been uh, booking and now I have Lucas to help me with booking. So I just give Lucas my, my phone book essentially and say, Hey, can we go get X, Y, and Z today? And Lucas does a great job. 
to keep me from talking to myself too often. Um, we live in Tennessee. Absolutely, says Jason Reigns. A lot of fighting in Tennessee. Josh Sabata says, unfortunately, several in my younger years. Puka says, yes, junior high school. Okay, Puka, a little scrap to you. I appreciate that. 57 years ago, I was in one. I was 13. Damn, Scott. Like, Listen, Scott, for, the, for as big as an age disparity as there is between you and me, I appreciate Scott. Scott and I uh, had had a little bit of a back and forth earlier, and I like it blows me away that anybody in there, uh, in there who is who is seventy years old would be willing to sit here for an hour and listen to me ramble. Scott, that you know, honestly, that made my day. Thank you, uh, thank you, Scott, for uh, for hanging out here with us on a nightly basis. Uh, Besh, please, intern Reed or not intern Reed? What a for shame. Producer Reed, this man is a paid employee of A to Z Sports, no longer an intern. Besh, please. Producer Reed says, what counts as a fight? Like fists being thrown? Uh, well, you know what? I'll let you guys determine that for yourself. Because what I saw on uh, what was posed to me is that a former uh, is that a former Raiders offensive lineman was in a fight at Walmart over the weekend. And that former Raiders offensive lineman was Bruce Campbell. Now, this is not, in fact, Bruce Campbell that's getting his ass kicked at Walmart. But the video went viral. And then Chris Long, who played in the NFL for, you know, the better part of a decade, a former first-round pick, had Bruce Campbell on his podcast because all of this shit went viral and everybody was hitting up Bruce. So watch the fight because this is what I consider a fight. And then watch Bruce Campbell's reaction with Chris Long afterwards. Who do you think will win? I don't know. Black dude look a little gangster. This dude look a little swole, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like he's been scrapping since nah, he was little. Nah, look. Dude look like he finna pull out the blick. This dude look like he, he got hands. Yeah. Look like he got hands, though. Yeah, yeah. Look. Oh, they finna. Oh, come on. Come on, swing. Oh, yeah, they swing. Oh, they swing. Oh, they swing. It's knitting and that's how it is. What was your what was your scouting report on the fight, man? As you looked at it, we, if you were able to break it down, dude, one, like you just don't go out there approach nobody swinging that wildly in the first place. You ask you asking for a chin check, right? If that was me, dude, I would I'd have walked away from a situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got nothing to prove in, in Home Depot. Walk away, dude, walk away, dude. When the dude walked around the corner and pulled his belt up, like. <laughs> I know, yeah. like, okay, that guy can fight. The other guy is just, like, flailing. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the funniest text I think I got today was from one of my buddies. And he goes, yeah, I knew that wasn't true. You're more of a target guy. Oh, man, I broke out. I, I, that was the one that broke me out in tears, man. I broke out in tears. I mean, that's absolutely hilarious. So that's what we consider to be a fight. Punches were thrown. Great commenting on the fight video, says Drian. Yeah, it was really, really good. We call that sleep time, Bucks, says Coach Payton. Folded like a lawn chair, says Brayden Cotter. Have you ever been in a fight? I did see that the Preds won in a shootout, no less. Three to two. Look at the look at the hockey team. They're gonna make me have to start talking about them on a regular basis. I can't, I can't believe where we find ourselves. Tribe Call Quest says fight, quote unquote. Yeah. I uh not necessarily. Scott is capping, says Drian. That's Woodyard. <laughs> no kidding. 
Uh, yes, says Alec Mans. He has been in a fight. He has broken a man's nose. Jesus. Um, what I would say to you is, uh, I, I think that I think that most of you could guess that I've never been in a fight in my life. Um, you know, I'm six two. I'm probably two twenty five uh, at this point. A little bit of pandemic weight to me. Like I'm not a small individual. So most of the time that has gotten me, that has kept me from being in fights. I think is probably the best way to put it. Now I have helped my friends who needed like a little bit of, you know, I don't want to say muscle for lack of a better term, but I've been there to back up my friends if they were to get in a fight. But a lot of like I had, I have a, a college roommate. This is a lot of personal stories tonight. I don't know how many, how, I don't know how, how, if you guys get tired of me just rambling about shit that's go, that's gone on in my life, in my life, I, I will understand. But, uh, uh, Quez says you are huge. <laughs> Def give you Def gives you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you know I'm I'm not a small human being. Okay, um, so I would I have a roommate or a co- I had a roommate in college, Evie Bear. We called him. He's we he's like five. He's probably five six. Okay, biggest shit talker of any of us. We had five roommates between us in college. We'd all go out together. We were absolute just wretched people. Um, and in fact, one of my favorite times of year is when we can all get together and do terrible things together again. But Evan would uh, five five always start shit in the bars. There was a time when we almost got in a fight with the Indiana Indiana University basketball team. Like these are big, giant, freaking athletes. Like would absolutely kick our asses. And Bitter is the one. Evan Bitter is the person who started the fight or started the shit talking between the athletes and us poor side. I'm just trying to drink at the bar. I'm trying to get drunk. I'm trying to uh, eat some uh, eat some uh, Kilroy's pizza stuffed breadsticks, go about my business. I'm not trying to bother anybody, but Bitter gets in the fight. And uh, Braden Cotter says, you don't have to know how to fight if you're above six feet. That's what I'm saying. Like, Bitter would always start the fight, and then he'd and then he'd point over at me or like come pull me over to the side and say, "Hey, I need you to like stand there." What do you mean you need me to like stand there? You just go stand, just stand there, like cross your arms and stand there. I'm like you, you jerk. If you if you get us, I said a much worse word than jerk. But if you go on, if you get us in a fight and I get my ass kicked because of you. Then we're then you know then I would kill I would kill it but it never happened we never got in a fight and all I had to do is stand there with my arms crossed and nobody ever swung swung on me points at Buck while he's stuffing his face with breadsticks one hundred percent I mean just just hammered off you know third third what was it three dollar Thursdays at Kilroy so three dollar shots three dollar drinks I just all of the all of the you know that was when you drank the good stuff because it's all three bucks and then you'd get just absolutely obliterated you'd be sitting there with no life in your eyes not munching down some breadsticks when you get the drunk munchies that's how life goes so happy no one ever called yours or maybe his bluff says quiz yeah you know it would be a tough it would be a tough time because i i don't know that i would do poorly in a fight but i would be lying to you if i told you that i knew like how to fight like I can throw my weight around for lack of a better term. And like, I know what a jab looks like. I know what the proper form is supposed to look like, whether I am capable of executing that form. I have no idea. I've never, I've never been, I've never had those skills put to the test. So yes, it would be a hard time out for, for me out in these streets. If there was video somewhere on the internet of me just getting my absolute shit kicked. (laughs) 
which I'm very glad would uh, would would never would would I ever spar? Says Quest. Yeah, and I've thought about I've thought about taking boxing before. In fact, I uh, in fact my gym offers boxing classes that I've never I've never I've never taken. You know, I've never needed to fight. I guess so. But yeah, I mean it's it's incredible exercise. So I I would absolutely uh, go out there and and uh, you know after I took a couple classes or something like that, like I'd be comfortable going out there and sparring. I'd be down. Um, again, you know, I would like to know if, if, if the situation ever, if the situation ever arises and I'm working, working a game or something like that. And some Ravens fan gets chippy with me because I cover the other team. Well, then, yeah, I would want to know how to swing, except I would not swing on anybody in Baltimore because Baltimore gets down differently. What gets down differently is this damn show. You guys have been spectacular all night long. I appreciate your participation. I appreciate your willingness to hang out with us for over an hour at this point, a little later in the evening than we like to typically keep you guys. But it has been a very, very fun show. Thank you so much for hanging out. We will be back with you tomorrow at 8 p.m. Central Time or thereabouts. The radio show tomorrow, Will Compton will be on. We'll spend a lot of time. Mike Herndon, Mike Miracles of uh, of Broadway Sports will be on to talk about Jim Schwartz. And there will be a lot of good conversation had about Mike Vrabel, about what's going on with Tennessee, about whatever the hell Arthur Smith was on busting with the boys. So Will Compton will have, I'm sure, some breaking news, given that he is now Big J journalist and in my lane. So all that between 10 and 1 tomorrow on 104.5 The Zone. And if you don't listen to the radio show live, that's okay, too. Go subscribe to Buck Rising on 104.5 The Zone. And by the way, the 615 Sessions podcast came out today. John Glenn and Corey Curtis, it was great. Go enjoy yourselves. Ready to join the morning show during history class tomorrow, says Braden Cotter. Well, let's Braden. Make sure you're focusing on your studies. Because if you don't, then you can't, you know, then you could not become a uh, whatever whatever it is that you would like to become in your life. And then you would be sitting here in front of a microphone in your, in your home office bitching about Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans. Go to school. I mean, not like I didn't go to school. Anyway, we're gotten way off track. I'll see you guys tomorrow night. Clearly, you d- you know damn sure I'm not tired yet. Jesus. <laughs> no! No!